think so. What is we up? back with another podcast, bro. It's been a minute. It's hey. been a long, long time. We are back, man. After all these years. Yo. Years, wait, bro. Has it been a year? How long? When was the last show we did, bro? Uh, we did the last one was with Des. And I can see the last time we posted May 2021. Oh, it's been a year, bro. It has been a year. It's been a year, bro. bro oh my gosh, dude. What have we been doing in this past year, bro? It better be oh some good things, gosh, man. Dude. What have you been up dude. to, bro? What's what's going on with you? You transition out of the army. I, I Let's talk about that process, bro. Where you? What's up, dude? That was a good transition, by the way. That was a good segue. Um. <laughs> so, okay, so we have on our notes life updates. So I'm gonna start with me, and then we go with you. Um. Okay. So, so far, um, I already told you, we already talked about this and you were kind of like with me the whole time, but yeah. So as soon as I got out, I was like, yo, I'm going to find a job in the editing field. I'm going to get something right away. You know, whatnot, you know, um, there's so much money out there, like outside the military, this and that. And (laughs) I mean, it's true, but it's also not what I expected. So whenever I got out, um, I actually stayed with my girl and uh, her parents. They let me like uh, chill with them. And like, you know, they really took care of me, you know, fed me everything. I was really nice to them. Um, But uh, yeah, it was hard to find a job. Uh, Literally, like I was like, like what happened? Like I thought there's all these jobs out here, this and that. You know, I hear people talking about it when they get out, some people. And um, yeah, there's like all this money outside the military, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um. I was just kind of like, like taken aback by it, like not getting anything, and I and it, and it's not like I didn't send out my resume. Like I I send out my resume to, um, I would guess, and this is like a low number, but like more than five hundred companies, more than five hundred people, more than five like more than I would say like seven hundred like hiring managers. It's it's literally like it might seem like uh, a lot, like I'm over exaggerating, but this is not definitely not an over exaggeration because <laughs> i was like every day i was sending out like 10 resumes as many as i could do in the day you know and, and still maintain like eating and sleeping and all that but um yeah it was really hard and then uh yeah i was uh door dashing for a bit you know to make make ends meet um i was uh doing like uh alamo draft house which is like this really cool place where you can watch movies and they give you food and stuff i was like a server you know i kind of like saw the hierarchy of that and um becoming like a server uh in there you know and some of the weird um manager politics normal people stuff that goes on but yeah i actually went through the struggle a little bit uh it was really tough and then uh yeah uh school i was re- out the whole reason i was waiting and oh, why didn't you just go to school you know the army pays for it they'll pay for you to live and stuff i was waiting for the next semester because i actually didn't get into ut i actually missed it by a couple credits um so yeah so they're, they're like oh you just have to apply next year because there's nothing we can do for you now you know and uh for those of you who don't know who U- what ut is university of texas um really cool campus i actually went there recently uh, we'll, we'll talk about that too later but um yeah uh so I just moved to Austin I was like you know what? I'll take community college classes in the spring and that's what I did 
took some some classes i took some film uh, i took a film class i took uh, all the regular courses that you have to take for college and um yeah that's where that's what i've been doing um and austin's been a really great place it's really dope uh, a lot of creative people moving here a lot like a big wave of i guess i came with the wave of people coming but i was actually planning on coming here before everybody else moved here so it kind of sucks because like the housing market here is kind of shitty um just because it's like like whenever i was looking at houses it was like 250 per house you know what i mean and mm. whenever i got here it, like in this area where i'm living right now it's like 1.5 million per house bro God, <laughs> the house, bro, in in the past, bro, one year, bro, the housing has gone up like crazy. Yes, dude. Literally, it's gone like at least in Texas and some parts that are like tax free areas. Like there's so many people that have just like came here and everything. And um, I guess I was one of them, but I was actually supposed to be one of the original people, like regular people that are from mm-hmm. texas that are just coming the, the back to OG. texas <laughs> yeah and um you know there's like a lot of not texas people here and they're everybody's cool you know everybody's just but you know if you're coming to texas you just gotta keep in mind just like uh you know be friendly you know like texas people we're, we're pretty much we're pretty chill you know just keep I the wanna, friendliness you know all right bro so i want to take it back to you know the beginning when you were applying to all these jobs and stuff you did get interviews and a few offers like is that right yes or no yes it is right <laughs> yes I, I i plead guilty no <laughs> so so i did get um i did get a few things okay i'm gonna i'm gonna slowly get into that um i did get a few things i did, I got some interviews i got a editing test which is something what you get um when you when you uh interview for an editing position usually they'll test you by giving you like what they would do on the job and then they would test you have you edited within a particular time to see if you can actually match that type of editing stuff um and i actually got really close so uh and actually it was really good and and, uh, uh, oh my bad i might be speaking too close to mike but actually it was really good and it might be um it might have gave it given me a lot of money so i actually did kind of get a job but i had to decline it you know um just because uh some uh, we'll, we'll, let's get into it man let's get into it <laughs> come on so, come on you already pleaded guilty bro cuz so, you're trying to give this whole sob story in the beginning talking yeah. about you know it was hopeless but it, why, it was though? pretty I mean, it was, i know there's a reason so bro. so this was i'm not going to say like i found this job right away like it took me like 2 or 3 months to get this job and it was good so i took their um editing test you know whatever uh, I did really good. It was between me and another candidate. The other candidate had education and maybe some sort of background in the field, like actual professional experience background. And um, they ended up going with him. But then I got my resume got passed on to uh, a marketing team um, uh, of, with the company that uh, that is in question. <laughs> and um, they they really liked me a lot. They liked my interview. They liked my website with uh but that, which that is a big thing too. Whenever you're going to get into these types of jobs, make sure your website is good. We'll get into that later. But um, they really liked me. They liked my vibe. They like uh, that I was young and that you know uh, the way I worked and stuff like that. So they actually hired. Uh, they actually interviewed me for a position in like their digital marketing, social media um, uh, area. There, a lot of companies I feel like are still trying to find a a name for this job 
<laughs> I've seen social media marketing, social media manager, all this stuff. So I applied. So I got a reference to that position. And then um, they actually gave me a higher position because they're like, actually, you're really cool. We really like you a lot. We actually want to give you a higher position. So I spoke to even higher people and they actually gave me they wanted me to, me to be their creative director which is a really mm. higher high position and you know i can kind of get into um some of the pay logistics uh just a little bit because i didn't say the name of the company and i and they probably don't even listen to this podcast but um it was like um like 90k upwards you know whatever you can think of be uh, uh above 90k probably cap it at like 120 so um yeah that was something and i was really struggling like at this time like i was at the alamo i was i'm gonna pay the picture because at this time like i was like literally like making like it could either be 200 dollars a week or 700 dollars that week depending on like how much shifts i got what movies were out that type of thing and um yeah it was uh very hard for me to to turn down this money because <laughs> dude it's like 90k bro <laughs> it's literally like ninety thousand dollars i was getting two hundred dollars a week pretty much like like super low you know i think i was making like two dollars an hour plus whatever tips people gave me i had beer on my freaking arms every day because of all the all the drinks i was um having to serve people you know that would spill a little bit because it always spills if, if you get from the draft you know it's all there's always drinks that are spilling you know on your arms and stuff and um yeah it was really hard um just sweating every day because you know it's it's such a taxing job like i want to really let you know how how horrible of a job it is to be a, a, a waiter at the alamo because it's just like um well at least for us because we we're super understaffed uh, you know, I would probably have like two or three theaters to myself. And um, yeah, it was just kind of, it was really bad. You know, sometimes like I wanted to just give up, but I didn't because um, I was like, yo, I need the money. <laughs> you know, I need this money. I really do need it. Uh, so I get this job offer with this nice paycheck attached to it and whatnot. And then I get an email saying, hey, we want good writing skills with this too. We just want to see how your writing skills are, you know, whatnot. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's not an issue. You know, I'm, I'm, I would say I'm, I'm a decent writer. Like I'm pretty good at writing. So uh, they give me this writing exam. I look at the email and it's like very anti-military, um, very, um, I would say, yeah, just very anti-military very like uh the military's racist you know um and we want you to write a story on that based on this one interview they got from somebody and um i just like wasn't really willing to say to tell that you know narrative because they're ta they were taking advantage of the time um of the uh whole george floyd floyd thing that happened that was really messed up and you know uh it was just like a tragedy and they were basically taking advantage of that and then putting this story kind of like um trying to find stories around that to kind of like get views and it was very clickbaity i didn't like it i actually talked to a lot of friends um in the military just to see what their opinions were on it maybe i'm being like a little bit over you know maybe i just like like the military too much or something but i feel like it wasn't an attack on the military it's a more attack on the people within the military 
And I just mm. feel like that wasn't my experience. I feel like um, when it does come to the military, the government does prey a lot on, um, you know, lower income families, uh, minorities, that type of stuff by offering such like things like free education and that type of stuff, which is good. And we do want that. But you got to know that's the type of people that are joining the military. So whenever you say the military is like racist or something like that, you're saying that the people that need this money you know the minorities are the ones being racist and that's just like not <laughs> it's <laughs> not true you know it's really not true um it wasn't my experience in the military you know um that's why i asked a lot of friends different perspectives and um it all came out to the same thing like no this is like not a good thing to say you know um and i kind of just like yo like do i want to sell out like who i am to make money <laughs> you know to get out of the rut that i'm in and, um, you know, kind of like sell my soul to, um, you know, get out of my current income. And it, the situation was really bad. Like, I was like, yo, will I be able to afford my car this month? You know, are they going to take my car away? You know, um, that type of stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was just like really hard time. And turning it down was super hard. And, but I did because it was the best thing. I felt like morally it was not a good thing to do. I felt like, uh. If I did take the money, you know, that they were giving me, like, I'd probably be really successful or whatever, but it would just be like, uh, like a slap into the, a slap in the face. Sell yourself out. Yeah. It'd be a slap in the face to all my friends, you know, and all the people that deployed at the, at the time that I knew that were my friends that were fighting, you know, mm-hmm. and that were, you know, trying to protect, you know, uh, and, and do their duty and stuff like that. And it'd be a slap in the face to them too, if they knew that I got this position because of the store, this like kind of like bogus story that they were trying to push out you know and and say how the people the people in the military are bad Mm. the people in the military are racist you know um and it was just like i was like nah (laughs) i was like why did y'all give me this to write about is it because i'm in the military like why did y'all guys give me this particular (laughs) thing to write about so i i just didn't do it i didn't take the job um and the cool thing about that job is actually the editing job that i applied for originally actually reached out to me like a couple weeks ago saying like hey do you still want that job you know we still have it for you if you want it um (laughs) (laughs) and i i actually wouldn't mind doing the editing part of it because that part is like not political it's literally just editing whatever they say whatever's on the script you're just Mm -hmm. putting it together i was fine with that because all i needed at the time was a job but um i'm in austin now so i'm not gonna go back to dc (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh austin bro yeah, it it was it was pretty tough to turn that down, but I feel like that's a big thing with me. Like, you know, I'm not gonna sell my values. I'm not gonna sell out the the person that I was for the past six years and the people that I met and you know all that shit. Um, so I just decided, like, and, yo, I'm not I'm not gonna take this. You know, what are you gonna say? And that was that was when you were here in D.C., right? So what um at what time frame from there from you separating did you move down to Austin? Like, what was so I was in like the M, the DMV area, DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia. I was in the DMV area for about, let me see, January, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. I would say about like almost seven months. Seven months. Maybe Maybe six and a half months, something like that. Mm-hmm. and uh when the new year started in january i took up all my stuff i said you know class starts in the middle of january so i'm gonna be at, in austin by then um and then i just moved here and 
you know, it's been really good for me. I actually got an internship here um, at a at a production company, really good one. I'll, I'll say the name, Texas Crew Productions um, and TCP for short. But they are really good, really good people. Everybody there is awesome. Like it was just really cool to be a part of actual TV shows and streaming television and just see like the wire work of behind that whole entire process. Mm-hmm. Like it was so cool. And I feel like if I took that job in DC, you know, sometimes when you don't take things, good things, like if you don't take bad things because you need them, good things will come to you. I don't know if that's true or not, but like this, this definitely happened, you know, like um, it was really good that I got this, uh, this, uh, I wouldn't really say position, but this opportunity, you know, and it was in the post-production, which is something, you know, that I like. And uh, it taught me a lot. Like I wasn't like, I didn't go. I feel like when you go into these things, you really shouldn't go in being like, oh, I know how to edit. I know how to do this. I know how to do that. And, you know, look at me like I'm a superstar or something <laughs> <laughs> like, no, because like out of like, so this was out of 70 candidates, you know, and only like six people made it through. So I, even then I was like, kind of like grateful to even be there. A lot of the people there are like graduated from uh, college already or went to some prestigious school or something. I was the only one there like that was going to community college. (laughs) (laughs) So it just shows like you don't really need like sometimes you don't need education for um, these types of things. But you do need to educate yourself somehow because it's very important to know and you do need experience. Uh, I say that's probably the thing that got me. Um, these jobs in the first place. I'd say my website and my resume combined together were the things that really got me anything. Mm. Like I say, if you don't have like, if you go to elijahflores.com and you don't have like at least two videos that are close to that or like some, some, cause my website, let me explain to you guys. My website was like average to them, to most, to most companies because the type of, they get, hundreds and hundreds of candidates you know um so there's a lot of good people and i know that like after competing in the civilian market after competing in the freelance market you know i know that there's people that are good better than me or the same skill level so if your website isn't even it isn't close to the type of work that i'm doing if you're not doing work outside of work if you're not you know um you know taking opportunities to make your own videos to make commercials this type of stuff then uh, probably make that before you get out of your other job or something because, um, you know, you won't find what you're looking for um, on the outside world, you know, or on the outside. If you don't have something already built, you're not going to find it out there. You're not going to find it in the, in the, in the grum and in the, in the, the joblessness and the unemployment, you're not going to find it there. So make sure that you already build yourself like a foundation before you go out. But, um, yeah, the resume. Uh, I'm just gonna go over this real quick. <laughs> I know go it's kind of like off topic for my life updates. No, it's but, all good, bro. Go ahead. But um, resume is really, 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 really important. At first, I made my resume. I thought it was gonna be cool because it's like very graphic based. It shows my photo. It has like a lot of like uh, graphic material. It was super graphicy. Um, you know, because I was like, I want to stand out from the other candidates. Whatever, blah blah blah. But um, what really matters with resumes isn't how it looks um, 
with graphics and that type of stuff. It's how much information you can put on the page that's actually relevant, that are bullet points that have numbers attached to them um, that that show what kind of number-based um, number based, uh, value you can bring to the company, you know? And that's what they really want to see. They don't want to see uh, how good you are at designing your your resume. They don't want to see like, um, don't put your face on your resume. That's what I did at first. I put my face on my resume. I had it on there for a little bit. Then I, I took this class uh, from uh, Juan Consulting. They're like this uh, Instagram, TikTok duo that talk about uh, resumes and stuff like that. You, If you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. There's these two Asian guys and they, they give consulting about resumes. And I actually took their class because I was getting desperate. I was like, <laughs> like I only have like $100 in the bank. Like I was like, yo, I'm going to spend half of this money on this resume course because I need to know, I don't know, what am I doing that isn't working? What am I doing that isn't working? After I took their class, I pretty much changed my whole resume. Um, I made it like, you know, Times New Roman, everything was super kind of bland looking from the outside. But to a recruiter, it highlighted the key information that they needed to see so they could go on to the next resume or they could go on to eventually putting me on their short list, you know, because mm. that's how these things are. They, they'll they put like five five or ten candidates on a short list. Then out of that, they'll do the interview, you know, knock out a few more candidates. And out of five people, then they'll give you a test. And after you do the test, then they'll knock out, you know, oh, now there's two candidates. Okay, now they're going to give you another test. And then there's three, then there's you. Then you then you got the job. But, um, yeah, I went through that a couple of times. And, um, yeah, after this resume thing, I would say it really helped me a lot. So if you guys want to know how to beef up your resume, you know, we're not we're definitely not sponsored. You know, we just <laughs> took a, a one year break from our, po- our our podcast, so we're definitely not sponsored. But um, yeah, one uh, consulting, uh, definitely check them out. They actually helped me out with my resume. After that, I started getting a a buttload of jobs, like a lot. And then whenever I was in Austin, all the jobs that I applied to in the DMV started coming hitting me back up. Um, a lot of different ones, some from like Hawaii, some from like all these weird places, <laughs> but they're paying really good money. But I need something that would uh, just be like something that I'm into, something that I enjoy doing, you know, uh, something that I wouldn't like be editing every day and be like, oh my gosh, I want to go home, this type of stuff. And I did find a job, but um, yeah, I got interviews from like, uh, uh, I don't know, if I-, I got like applications from like football NFL leagues you know like stuff like that I got stuff from like government agencies that work with uh big um partners like NASA and stuff like that so I got like some really good contracts they just really didn't fit my location or like something like that and I started being picky and I was like at a point where like am I being picky now like <laughs> like a couple <laughs> months ago I could barely like afford my car like am I being picky now you know kind of thing and um you know, I think once you build up enough, uh, enough resumes, you know, that you like, I think to get to the resume that I have now, which is really good. Perfect. I'm going to keep using it. <laughs> um, and your resume is always going to change as you get more experience. But, um, to get to the point that I got now, I probably did like 20, 30 resume revisions just to get to what I have now. It sounds like a lot, but once you start doing it, you'll know what I mean. Um, yeah, so that's the two big things. Just having a resume and a good website will help you get the job. I wish, I, and then also apply to the job probably like three months before you leave your other job, you know, and make sure that there is another job before you leave your other job. Like that should be, 
<laughs> that should be a given. Mm-hmm. Like, make sure there's some source of income before you leave your other job. Because if you leave it and there's no income, then you're pretty much just, you know, waiting. And you're going to have to take a job like I had to take, you know, and go through that whole process and all that stuff. But basically, am, plan ahead. Yeah, plan ahead. But right, right now, I just finished my internship um, with... Uh, with uh, Texas Crew Productions, uh, we worked on a lot of stuff. A lot of, um, uh, I, I can say well, one of the things we worked on, Oxygen Show, uh, Killer Relationship, which you can watch on Hulu. And then we also worked on another Hulu show, which is coming out soon. I can't see the title right now, but we're, we're, we're working on that too. Um, and then I, I was able to pitch one of my shows that I wanted to do. And I'm actually going to be working on that pretty soon too. It's another uh, show that I want to do that will probably be um, – on a streaming platform uh and yeah uh and then after that i got a job i actually got uh, my resume put out there and um you know i ended up getting a job with a really cool company um that's where i am right now i'm in texas being a video editor going to school (laughs) my guy's living a dream right now bro yeah Hopefully, dude, I'm so long-winded. I'm so sorry, guys. It's all good. You have, you, hey, you bro, you taking us, us here. I know. You're you taking us to school, bro. That's what, you, that's what you're doing right now. You're taking us to school. Um, that's good, bro. So definitely resume, plan ahead, you know, on, on your job search and everything. Um, that's pretty tough, bro. Um, no, nah, honestly, like, one thing, one thing that you didn't talk to me about, bro, and, you know, we were supposed to um, – supposed to be homies bro you're supposed to you're, you're my brother from another mother you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying you ain't communicate none of that with me talking about oh i was uh, out here you know uh trying to figure it out and da 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 yeah, and the job search true. and all that bro i didn't figure yeah. i didn't hear about this until you was all the way in austin texas yeah i was already driving called, when i was telling him all this stuff you about, called like, me bro yeah, i remember you yeah. calling me saying uh, i remember at the time i don't know if you mentioned yeah. this but you said how you got a call about a potential job and you were deciding whether hey should i take this potential job or should i just go down to texas and i told you yo just go to texas bro get started on that you remember that yeah okay wait can i talk about that real quick yes bro go ahead please talk about that bro it's very quick um dude i was in the struggle buggle right like i was driving to texas um i took out the last of my savings to be able to go and to be able to afford that move and to be able to afford the months that i wouldn't be getting my gi benefits but on the last day, right before I leave, I get a call. I get a call from this uh, government company saying, hey, um, we actually saw your resume and we want to hire you. The job is paying $86,000. I'm going to say it because I don't even remember the name of the company that was going to hire me. I don't remember the name at all, but I know it was connected to the government. And it was like uh, going to be with um, um, something in Fort, uh, some, one, of the, one of the like smaller forts around the DMV area. Mm-hmm. and it was going to be there and they're like we want you right now we're going to hire you you know tomorrow if you say yes and i was like i was like i was like oh my god what do i do like i need money like this is so much money you can't imagine like i was literally scraping by you know like i so i ended up quitting the alamo because i was like you know why am i going to spend my time doing this thing if i don't like doing it they don't pay me enough you know i'm getting yelled at every day so i ended up quitting alamo and i I just did doordash exclusively so i was literally pinching pennies you know like trying to stay alive you know trying to like make sure that i'm eating and that i'm you know mm-hmm. getting get, getting uh my car paid off you know it was snowing at some point it, 
it was really bad. Um, you know, and it probably, I'm not going to get into too many of the details of how, of a struggle, it, how much of a struggle it was, because I don't really want to talk about that. But, um, there, it was really, really bad. It was really bad. And, um, yeah, I just had to kind of like push through it. And I had to say no to that job because, you know, after I talked to Joe, uh, Joey friend, after I talked to him for a little bit, he kind of like, yo, man, like just go stick with your plan. And I even talked to my girl and she just got sick of it. Cause I kept talking about all these things I want to do. She's like, she's like, just do it. You're just go to school. You said you want to go to school, go to school. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. I, you know, let me, I just declined the, the offer. I was driving to Texas and uh, we were, me and friend were talking and I was like, yeah, like, you know, I was talking about all these struggles and stuff. And I feel like I didn't really tell you because, um, dude, I feel like you had so much stuff already on your plate, man. And you, you know, family life, you know, but, but, uh, but one thing, bro, one thing, one thing I got to say, bro, is that, yeah, we always have something, always have something going on, bro. You always have something going on. I always have something going on, but one thing's for sure, bro, is we always make time for family, bro. So like hearing that on the phone, bro, I was like, yo, I wish I would see you right now and I'll fight you right now because, (laughs) (laughs) cause bro, like, why are you going to like, come on, man. But no, it's all yeah. good, bro. Honestly, yo, your move out to Austin, bro, like made me excited because I'm like, damn, like it actually inspired me, you know, um, with a lot of things that I'm planning on doing too as well. You know what I'm saying? And um, but that's dope, bro. I'm yeah. I'm glad you're not in the struggle no more, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not in the struggle anymore. I'm doing good. I'm getting paid very well. Um and I'm living my best life right now. Uh, you know. Uh, recovering from the horrible um 2021 fiasco <laughs> so so yeah man i can't believe it's been a year since we one did this, year this bro podcast. one yeah, literally year bro actually to the day i mean to the actual month because it is may 15th as we are recording this right now the last yeah. time we posted was in may i don't know the specific day because it doesn't really say on spotify but literally may 2021 like bro god dang bro i know it shows yeah. on the apple podcast that's but, wild bro one but how about freaking you how about you friend dude i've been talking half the podcast it actually might be a little longer podcast just because we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff you know um and that's so fine I'm, bro honestly like you know our conversations on the phone by the way y'all we <laughs> apologize for not having a freaking show and for yeah. one year honestly um, you know with his transition out the military um and then you know a lot of other things going on we just decided to just put a hold until we got settled you know and, and yeah. whether it took a year but we wanted to make sure that we bring you like some good content which we'll get into that a little later bro yeah. we, we have at so the much show, good stuff to talk about know, dude. we have so that, much good stuff but, even yeah but i'm gonna tell let me tell let me tell let me tell hold on hold on so listen bro so we literally talk on the phone bro like we'll be talking on the phone on his way to texas and everything we're talking for like two hours and i was like bro this is a whole podcast like we we can't (laughs) talk on the phone anymore the next time we talk on the phone we're gonna record and so that's what we're doing right now you know we just um we we pick the date we're gonna start filming it's just gonna be um uh new new changes coming up but um bro may 17th to may 17th last year was when we posted that show oh wow yeah so may literally s- around the same time last year two days from from today yeah. we last year we, we we recorded our last podcast well two days we from the day up, we're we, filming we're not dropping this like yeah yeah today, we're not dropping this but, right away. so we probably yeah. even filmed this t- today last year 
Yeah. Po- possibly. Yeah. Maybe. That's I don't cold. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, we didn't even plan that either. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, how how about you? How How's life been so far? I know I took up like 30 minutes already, but... Nah, how, how and that's life? fine, bro. That is fine. Listen, life <laughs> has been great, my guy. You know, um, ever since I talked to you on the phone, bro, you, you was on your way to Texas and was talking, you know, having a conversation. Um, he did. You know... He did too. He did, but at the same time, like very, oh, we're friends. very, we're friends. No, all the time, bro. You know, it's no never hard feelings, bro. I be getting mad, you be getting mad, but you know, <laughs> it's never hard feelings, bro. Because like, we're brothers, man. Facts. And um, I was just thinking about, okay, you know what? What am I trying to do? You know, um, I'm like that. That's like you going out to Texas, bro. You know, I'm from Texas as well, and I'm just like, yo, like maybe that's where I need to be too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I actually decided, you know, um, uh, to not not on that day, but you know, um, maybe like a, a month or two after, I decided, you know, weighing everything out, bro, and just make my make my transition out as well too, um, out the military as well, and uh, you know, go ahead and you know start start um, uh, my own company and everything, and, and work from home because like working from here, I mean, trust me, I had a great 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 experience in the military um and i can't complain you know it has goods and bad times but um there's so much more that i need to do and i can't do that working for somebody else you know what i'm saying yeah man (laughs) can't do that working for no one else man um other than that bro i've just been working on a lot of projects um (laughs) dude that's like the best non-answer answer answer, bro you literally haven't said (laughs) you literally didn't get into much bro Get, get into a get into a little bit, bro. Well, what you want me to get into? Like, what you? <sighs> I don't know, man. Actually, you said dude, life updates, bro. Let me. <laughs> I, I'll tell them. Let me get there. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay, okay, okay. dude. I'm just like so excited for you, man. You, you're, dude. Never mind. Okay, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. okay. I, I see what you're saying, bro. Because Elijah always say I downplay everything, bro. He does, man. He, he says I downplay everything. Which I mean, to be honest, I don't really feel comfortable talking about myself. I think that's what it is. I love talking about my ideas with my friends and stuff, but just knowing this yeah. is going out to the world, I don't want to talk about any ideas and my plans uh, for that. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, mostly yeah. because. No offense to the audience, but I don't want no one stealing my ideas. You know, you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> I know, honestly, bro, you gotta protect your ideas, yeah, bro, because true, you go and you say one thing, someone's gonna run yeah. off with it, and bro, they can make a million dollars easily. You know, and it's yeah, like, where's my dude. cut? You know, like, where's my cut, just get, just bro. give me a piece. But yeah. some, you know, they don't, they don't got to. You know, so yeah, let's not let's not get into it then, because I don't want but, anybody to be yeah. But no, I mean, I, 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 I'll say, yeah, like, you know, uh, I'm going to make the move back to Texas. And uh, me and Elijah actually talked about working on a projects and, um, you know, working on his show as well, too. Um, you know, we'll be we'll be uh, I'll be assisting him with that as well. And um, basically produce <laughs> I'll be producing the show. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> um, getting, getting my credits and most yeah. mostly just, you know, living life. You know, um, my, mo- mostly the reason for my transition was. You know, we talked about just being closer to family. You know, I, I travel yeah. a lot for work, um, but I come back. And yes, I have my family here, but I come back and I still feel alone. You know, and it just it feels like being around like more people that love you and stuff really like motivates you. And, and at least me, it inspires me. And um, that's kind of my main reason for going back. Uh, still plan on traveling 
Um, a lot of I'm keeping clients out here. Um, so I'll be coming out here as well back to the DMV. But the thing is, I'll be actually very flexible being able to work from home, work on this show, you know, and all that stuff. And um, that's pretty much like what's going on right now, you know, Uh, seeing like talking to Elijah and listening to our old shows and him transitioning out. You know, I still got a little bit of time, but, um, you know, I'm I'm planning ahead after talking to him. You know, I'm planning ahead um, for it. Yeah. Thing is, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, you know, starting my own company, just kind of doing it for myself. But you know, there are some other things you got to think of. You know, um, family and everything, making sure you have mm-hmm. enough to um, to provide. Because you know, once I get out, you know, it that's when I'm 100 percent on my company. So it's like I gotta have some type of you know buffer zone. You know what I mean? To be able to take care of everything I need to for at least six months. You know. Um, before things, you know, just to make sure that I'm on a good, a good path. But, um, you know, that's, that's pretty much what's been going on. Elijah, what else been going on, bro? Um, just had a baby, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Two for two, you know what I mean? Two boys, bro. No, I I, I didn't just have two boys. This is my second (laughs) son. (laughs) No, I do not want no twins. But yeah, so um, that's been great, man. You know, it's been good just um, spending time with the family and everything. Yeah, so transitioning and everything, I'm thinking about them. So I got to make sure that buffer's good. Got to make sure the family's good and all that. And, uh, you know, be around a lot more family, too. Um, yeah, and all that. So um, yeah, that's dude. pretty much what's been going on. I'm getting ready to start my classes. You know, the little transition classes. Heck well, yeah. get those knocked out ahead of time, and then get on my way to Texas. You know what I'm saying? And me, Elijah, gonna team up, make some fire videos, fire that's movies. Right. That's what we're gonna make. Yeah, movies um, and some more big, stuff. Big time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but nah, time. man. I mean, ain't nothing really going on. I mean, there's a lot going on, but then nothing at the same time. But I kind of downplayed, to be honest. You know. Um, yeah, he downplayed a lot because there's a lot of secret projects going on that he can't talk about right now because nothing is quite finalized. So when it does get finalized, I promise you, I will make him tell it on the podcast. But right now, there's yeah, stuff that he cannot, a- <laughs> he cannot say. So um completely understandable he's working on some really big stuff right now that you know uh yeah we're just not going to talk about right now yeah but we will get into we'll, it we'll at bring some it point. up no we definitely bring it up and you know it's always good you know make sure you uh just you know keep what's yours you know what i'm saying keep 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 all your plans work in silence and then when you pop out yeah let them be surprised you know yes but he also has done a lot of stuff so far that he does not want to talk about yet which is understandable, but we will talk about it at some point in the future, possibly this year, maybe not. But we we'll, we will see, bro. Because he this guy is killing it right now. He he may have just uh, said his his story, which only lasted about a fourth of my story. But he has so much stuff going on. Um, he's doing really big and great stuff. I'm very proud of a friend. You know, he's doing really good stuff, and um, we will talk about that. In another podcast though yeah we'll definitely get we'll definitely get more into the projects and more the details i think i want to save it first um there are Mm -hmm. some people i'm working with that i want to get um permission um before i actually speak about it on the show and actually didn't um maybe i should have done the same thing (laughs) yeah no i mean you know just um it's confidentiality all that stuff you know so it's um you know i want to make sure i get that that um you know get it right you know but yeah there are some big things going on you know working on a couple shows 
um, and everything, filming, directing, you know what I'm saying, all that. Um, getting credit where credit's due, which is good. Yes, sir. And uh, getting getting good pay. So, you know, I think that's all that matters to me. But to be honest, Dude, for you'd, me, you'd I'm just You'd be glad. the best lawyer, bro. You'd be like the best lawyer for Amber Heard, bro. Literally. Oh, really? <laughs> no, because, or, or no for Johnny Depp, because you, you're, you're you're the best at like like saying the thing, because I know what you're talking about. They have no yeah, clue. Yeah. But you're best at saying the thing and then not saying it completely. <laughs> so they're like, wait, what? What is he doing? Trust me, guys. It's worth the wait. Just the way he will he will say whatever needs to be said whenever it happens and whenever he gets the proper permissions and everything, but um, yeah, yeah. I'm very proud of friend. That's all we need to know is that we should all be yeah. very proud. Yeah, I'm of a friend, you know? exactly. You know, it's like secret agent stuff. You know, can't talk yes, about. Sir. But but yo man, let's yes. talk about some plans for the podcast, bro. Yes, so what are some guys. plans that we got going on for them? I gotta break the we, news we to them. Obviously, them. they yeah. already know what's happening because this podcast yeah. already posted today. But tell yeah. them why they not seen any video, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we it, we came to a unanimous decision that we probably don't want to show video yet until we're all in in a room together or something like that, and and like some sort of like um, uh, studio environment. And uh, I think we're gonna wait until next year until friend gets here because uh, I think it's just best whenever podcasts are filmed with people in person, even podcasts that I follow, um. I don't like to I don't like to see when they're doing things virtually because it takes it away from me a little bit it makes it feel like less authentic and all this stuff so I rather just do it um I, I we came to the decision that we're gonna do it audio le- until like we're able to meet up in person and I'm gonna eventually buy a piece of property where we're going to be filming most of the podcast in person together in a nice set that's really nicely painted looks good um and looks like a real podcast because mm-hmm. i don't want to like i don't want to film it and then it's you know and we're it's it doesn't feel authentic and we just both came to the decision like hey it'll probably be easier too to just put out these podcasts that are audio based and i mean we figure that most of you guys listen audio wise anyways because as we look at the analytics you know and um thank you for people that are still listening to it because exactly. <laughs> people still listening to the podcast even though which there's only so nine dope. episodes <laughs> thank you so much um but uh yeah we found that most people are watching or listening um you know spotify apple music uh google i don't even know what the google one's called but most people are listening uh audibly so uh, we're gonna stick with that for the this this year um until friend comes and we're able to do it and make it nice for you guys and make it look good and whatnot um but yeah i mean we, we're we're both uh we both apologize for not bro let's not, not posting we don't, yo we don't have to apologize man no nah, we're not apologizing for shit exactly no i was kidding no nah, nah, but nah. not really man um you know, it it is it is kind of sad because honestly, I told him I was like, "Hey, we could do it virtually." But after like speaking about it and really figuring out, it's better if we're just in person. And uh, once I get out there next spring, you know, we'll be definitely have video for you, have a lot of guests. We have a lot lined up for the show yes. moving forward, yes, um, and and really really great guests too. Like these, yes. these they got they got. They got a good resume. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we got uh, we got good good guests for you guys, man. And uh thank you, Des, for being on our last podcast. We really appreciate it. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, we really appreciate it. Sorry we didn't post more. I feel like uh, you know, if we posted more, maybe more people would listen to it. But um definitely check out that Des podcast uh, if you guys haven't yet. 
she's a really good creator and um yeah that podcast was dope <laughs> no 100 percent, it is you know, I, I still her story too exactly i still uh we, you know we still chatting everything and you know just trying to um get all the all the heavy hitters together and stuff so you know we'll be yeah. uh, we'll be doing some more work together once once i'm out there in texas and all, everyone's yeah. there and everybody's and, waiting for, for friend <laughs> yeah no not really no because honestly nah, we're all kidding. doing we're all making some big moves bro yeah, we like are, we are, we are. i'm making some big moves I mean, out here I mean, you're doing wise, it des but as far as podcast wise yeah but you yeah. know i'm talking about um you know um just in general, like we're, we're, we got a lot planned together, like to do all that. And especially for the pod, I can't wait till we get our set together too. Like, yeah, dude, that's going to be fun, bro. When we, when we figure that, oh my gosh, dude, I have some really good ideas for it. I'm pretty sure you do too, but we're not going to yeah. play anything until we get, until, until yeah, we, we got, a, we got like property. a year, we got like less than yeah, a year. Dude. So there's Actually, a lot of time. After, after this, I'll talk to you about it a little bit. Cause um, there's some stuff, dude. I, yeah. It'll be good, man. It will be good, bro. And we will make this happen for real. But um, yeah, plans for the pod. We're gonna uh, post more. Uh, uh, we're gonna post more consistently. We have a plan to make sure that we're posting consistently and that we don't miss any days and that we don't overstress ourselves either. And we're able to take vacation still. So we have a lot of stuff uh, planned with that. Um, just being able to manage the podcast better because I feel like that was one of the issues at first was just like making sure that we were able to post things and not stress out oh we're, we don't have it uploaded by this date or whatever uh we talked about it for a few hours and we were able to kink some things out and kind of come up with a game plan so that we're able to take breaks when needed and take take uh and like have availabilities when we need them and get good guests on and get more guests on and all this stuff so just expect more guests this year expect uh a podcast every week and expect um us coming in and a happy and motivated uh way (laughs) (laughs) i just keep adding adjectives so that it seems good but yeah we're we 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 planned a lot of things out and we're we're gonna make it a lot better for you guys we're not gonna leave you guys stranded again you know shout out to egypt Whoever's listening from Egypt, man, thank you. I don't know who are, dude. I didn't know, man, how people are finding this in other countries, bro. It's funny. I'm saying that's pretty. It's pretty cool, bro. (laughs) I I think what what we should do is start cutting up some TikToks and everything, and then just start reposting all our old shows on that we had on video. Oh yeah, start posting those things. But yo, shout out, shout out to all the listeners. You know, um. I think, you know, th- this is kind of like an introduction again, a second introduction podcast, you know, this is the yes. comeback, the comeback. comeback, that's it's what this comeback. is, you know, um, and, and, you know, we got, we got a lot planned next episode about to be freaking fire. I'm excited for that. Um, speaking of fire, yo, speaking oh, yeah, let's of fire, some, bro, have you heard Kendrick's album? Yes, dude. <laughs> yes dude let me tell you man let me paint a story for you bro please paint the story bro okay so i finished my final for um i think it was my cinema class i finished writing a paper five page paper it's like freaking 12 one one eight i don't know it's like super i think it's 12 like it's literally 12 because it was due at 11 59 i turned it in late so (laughs) so um yeah i finished it it's 12 o'clock I didn't know Kendrick was dropping the day that I posted the day that I finished my exam. And I was like, do I want to listen to this exam? I still have another final tomorrow. I have to wake up and do that. Do I want to listen to this whole album? Um, 
And the answer was yes. And I definitely did. I listened to the whole thing, <laughs> listened to both discs. Um, and it was just, oh my gosh, this is probably one of his best piece of, pieces of work. Um, I was just amazed at some of the songs here. Let me uh, pull up. Let me pull up the album real quick because your boy has a bad memory when it comes to remember, uh, remembering what songs, but morale, Mr. Morale and the big steppers. Oh my gosh. This was an absolute masterpiece. I don't know about you. Okay, dude, I want to get, did you, you listen to the whole album? Yeah, I did. I did listen to the whole album. This particular song, uh, we cry together with Taylor page and Kendrick Lamar, bro. Do you remember, do you remember that song? Yes, bro. I was, I was driving. I was, we was driving in the car and, um, we, we was, I think what was we going? We was going somewhere to eat, bro. And we heard that song because that's the that's the crazy song, bro. That's the one. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the one for toxic couples, bro. Literally, I don't know yeah, what else to say about it. That shit. That it was very like wild. I I listened to it. So I was like, yo, like this song is very explicit, but at the same time, like it's very creative, bro. Like it's yeah. literally a whole argument. Then they just start talking like. I don't. There's no words to describe it's just toxic, it, bro. It's yo. toxic. It's toxic, bro. If, if if there was like a song to describe the word toxic, bro, that would be the song. This is the most toxic song you'll ever listen to in your life. Um, Kendrick Lamar really captures a a very untold story, and kind of like something that's happening right now. Um, at least between um like males and females, boys and girls. Like there's always like, oh, you know, girls are like this. Guys are like this. Oh, click here if you're a guy. Click here if you're a girl. And then the one with the guy will say, uh, you're doing good. And the one with the girl will say, oh, you need a change. <laughs> like, have you seen that on Facebook? They'll be like, click here if you're a guy. Click here if you're a girl. And they'll say yeah. like that. Yeah, like <laughs> stuff like that. And I feel like it, it kind of got out of hand, especially with a lot of the Gen Z people. Just like really like making it like, oh, like men – hate women women hate men kind of thing and kendrick lamar like kind of came together and made this with taylor page and mostly this song made me think like who the fuck is taylor page so i looked her up and she's an actress she's not even a rapper she's not even a, a music artist she's a rapper and the, the amount of motion she put into this is just um unheard of and the fact that he picked an actress to or actor to be a um actress actor i think that's the same term now but um to be a part of this thing, the fact that he picked an actually actor to do it, it was a really good choice because there's so much emotion in this uh, in the song. Um, if you don't have kids around and you don't mind explicit music, um, definitely listen to we 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 cry together. Uh, I feel like that was my favorite song on the. <laughs> I know it's so one, bad. One hundred one hundred percent was my favorite song too, bro. Because after I listened to that song, I was like yo, I'm gonna listen to it again. And then I was I just said I was like throughout the comment out there I was like yo. I would love to just film the video for this song. Yes. Bro, yes, I was like, I thing. would love to film the video for this song. Cause I know Yeah, I dude. know like just the even the song itself is just a story. Like period. Yes, dude. But just imagine the visuals. Yes. And he, he even painted the visuals with the actual sound, the car doors slamming, the the keys rattling, the the footsteps, like everything. He painted like the whole entire like. It, it almost felt like I was watching a video when listening to the song. If you guys haven't listened to, it, just listen to it. And there's okay, this kind of goes back to our our pod plans for the pod thing. 
but we're also going to do like reaction type videos on our on our youtube channel and that kind of stuff too so that um so you know next time something big like this comes out we'll definitely react to it you know i do like a reaction video for it and stuff like that just to keep you guys you know entertained but yeah this album was i don't even know dude like all of the songs on it the features um everything was just so like good it was kendrick I, bro period it, it, it was, was a five-year album that we were waiting for and i feel like he completely did what we wanted you know and and i'm not just saying this just because i like kendrick um i also like kanye i also like drake and i felt like the last albums they put out um were like all right they had like a couple good songs on them uh i feel like kanye i don't know what's happening with him right now uh i feel like the last album he put out the donda one yeah so what what do you think what do you think about kanye man like what what was your opinion on him and like his new music that he has coming out now i miss the old kanye like 100 <laughs> percent, bro yes, i miss dude. man i'm i miss just like he he's definitely in a he's different touch, different world now bro and i don't really like when i listen to his albums bro like maybe one song maybe two songs you know what i mean and i'm a huge kanye fan bro like he's honestly yeah. the only celebrity him and then maybe maybe drake bro where i would be nervous as shit like to meet them you know what i mean yeah. like if they came in it was like yo like oh, yeah definitely you know i'd be like yo like i would probably freak out you know what i'm saying be like yo like after Lil Wayne, because I done met Will Lil Wayne too, and hopefully he sees this and gives me a job or something. Because, yo, like <laughs> you know, I, I didn't really like meet him, like da da da, but just like yeah. kind of seen him, shook his yeah. hand, took a picture type stuff. But like, bro, I was like freaking out as well, and I was that. That's how like Kanye would be for me. But like his music, bro, I don't think it's really doing that much justice. To be honest, he's speaking some real stuff though, but it ain't it ain't like the old Kanye. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, then again, like, like he's a part of like this different lifestyle than he was before when he was making his older music. He's a part of like a whole different, you know, life. He's dealing with mental health issues, like all this stuff. So I do understand like why maybe that Donda album wasn't as good as we anticipated. But um, if you listen to the Donda album and you don't like it, definitely listen to the Kendrick album that just came out, and you will not <laughs> be, you will not be um um uh, what do you call it disappointed disappointed, <laughs> disappointed yeah, bro, bro. Yeah, disappointed. I'm, I'm, telling you this, say, man. Exactly. I'm just thinking about That's the songs what... right now i actually just want to listen to it again because just because it's so good man like bro like i'm gonna listen to I, like i like i said i listened to that um that song uh the the we cry together i listened to that at least five times just trying to deconstruct it listening to the lyrics listening to everything i was like oh my gosh it's so good Brit Spirit was good, um, bro. Uh, what else? And and ninety five. And ninety five. Apparently, they filmed it in Dallas. Really? In Fort Worth. <laughs> they filmed it in Dallas. They filmed part of it in Fort Worth. So I was on uh, Facebook last night. You know, like the boomer I am, and um, yeah, they. I think part of N ninety five was filmed in. Or maybe the whole thing was filmed in Dallas because there was a meme saying, "Oh, when you watch N95, and then you see, and then, uh, and then it said uh, Fort Worth people, and it had, a, it kind of had a guy pointing, like, oh yeah, look at there, look at that.' Like so, apparently, it may have been shot in Fort Worth. 
I'm not completely sure. I'm not. If, if you guys know, uh, definitely hit us up on, on on IG and just let us know. You know. But um, yeah, I think it was shot in Fort Worth. Um, N95. I'm not sure if that has anything to do with mask or anything like that. I don't want to talk about it because if we do, then uh, yeah, it said it says we, here, bro, that N95 was filmed both Dallas and Los Angeles. Oh snap! Yeah, so we know, bro. Kendrick. <laughs> I love I love you, Kendrick, man. I literally been listening to you forever, man. Like literally since Mad City, bro. It's real music. Yeah, one hundred percent. So good. Um. I wonder if the N95 had anything to do with uh, the pandemic or anything, but I don't know. I'm just happy that he, you know, he came out to to Texas. And and I don't know about you. Um, this is a very particular note about uh, about uh, Kendrick. Jeez, why do I keep saying Kanye? Because I, I love Kanye and I wish he did a better job with this album. But <laughs> um, here's another note about uh, Kendrick. He keeps saying like uh, brother, but with kind of like an accent. Like for all, like for some of his songs, he'd be like brother. <laughs> Oh, in the in the in the album. Yes, in the album. Not only in this album, but in some of the stuff that he did with Baby. Are you talking King. about like the way oh the way he says it? Like he says brother. Brother, like with an accent, like with like a country accent. I wonder if he's trying to say something with that. I've always been kind of wondering, is he trying to say something about like I don't know, like economic? Bro, we had we had to do something? a whole video with this and dissect the whole album like word for word bro yeah and we probably we probably will we probably will go do a video about this and and, and like kind of dissect the album and and whatnot but um yeah um we are probably gonna uh you know call it call it a day for today but um thank you guys for listening uh, we're definitely gonna put out more more stuff. This is not just the one thing that we're gonna do and then never post a podcast again. Uh, you know, if if we don't post a podcast, Elijah, we gonna yeah. me and the audience listening right now are gonna fight you. <laughs> we're gonna I'm I'm a, I'm gonna tell them to pull up. I'm put on Twitter. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Elon Musk taking over Twitter, and yeah. we gonna we gonna put on Twitter. I'm put oh, your address. I'm gonna throw the addy on there, and then we're gonna come out. Yeah, and we we gonna we gonna fight you, bro, because yeah, we're gonna make I'm you record a podcast. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make you record a podcast right there. It's gonna be live, dude. I'm a pacifist. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> yeah, we 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 plan on making more stuff. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's been wild. Uh, we are gonna come back to you uh, next week. Thank you. <laughs>